0: You are getting 100% Jody, on Women Taking the Lead. If you take pleasure in your work and have a value of excellence, what's so bad about that? If you are motivated by competition because it brings out your best work and your most creative ideas, what's so bad about that? if being driven and focused on results mean you can look back on all your efforts and see that they did in fact make a difference and change the lives of others for the better, what's so bad about that? Hello, my name is Jodi Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. We are this close to official spring in the Northern Hemisphere, and I am ready for it. I do appreciate winter for what it brings, reflection, the holidays, and the slower pace. At least it's supposed to be a slower pace. I do less traveling in the winter, but that didn't stop my schedule this year from being pretty jam-packed, but as always, I I pretty much did that to myself. <laughs> I am ready to be energized by spring and I am looking forward to what the season has to offer. Spring is also bringing Marianne Williamson to Portland, Maine, and I am freaking out. She is the author of the quote at the end of each and every episode of this podcast, I first heard the quote from her book, Return to Love, Reflections on a Course in Miracles, exactly 20 years ago. It was 1998, and I was in a leadership development program at the time, and one of the other participants read the quote and passed out printed copies of it. Hearing the quote the first time gave me goosebumps, and I remember starting to cry. The words resonated so strongly with me. To say Marianne Williamson has had an impact on my life would be an understatement. Her words changed the way I related to myself, and this concept is at the core of the coaching I do today. I feel like this is another of the many blessings that have come into my life when I started putting out to the universe what I wanted. If you are local or willing to travel to Maine, I will include the link to buy tickets to this event in the show notes, which is the blog post that accompanies this episode. This week, I wanted to chat about something that has been on my mind because of the work I've done for my website, and it also comes up in conversations on the regular for me. It's the whole concept of being or not being type A. I promote myself as a coach for type A women, and naturally, that's my answer to the questions, what is it you do, or tell me about your business. I can see how my answer immediately has the person I'm talking to assessing whether or not they would put themselves in that category. I often hear as a first response, I don't know if I'm type A or I wouldn't categorize myself as type A. When I ask a few questions to help them figure it out, it commonly turns out that they do in fact have type A tendencies. Because this is a common occurrence, I debated on changing the language to describe the work that I do. However, rather than being coy about the fact that women with type A tendencies are my ideal client, I would prefer to remove the stigma of being type A because that is what I believe is at the heart of this. There is a negative connotation in our culture to having type A tendencies. The qualities of being driven, goal-oriented, results-focused, are not considered feminine qualities. The stereotypical image I believe most of us have about a type A person comes from a masculine image of an aggressive, super competitive, winning is the only thing that matters, workaholic, unfeeling type of person. That's not me, and that's not you. I don't even know many men that would fit this stereotypical description. But I think the negative stereotype of being type A is why many women shy away from the term type A until I can get them to see their own natural tendencies and laugh about them. Let me give you some background on where the term type A came from, along with some descriptors of type A tendencies and the positive and negative aspects of these tendencies. In the 1950s, a study on heart disease was conducted by two cardiologists, Drs. Mayer Friedman and Ray Rosenman. As was common at the time, all the subjects of the study were men, and this study identified three types of behaviors. Type A, which they labeled as competitive, ambitious, impatient, aggressive, and fast-talking. Type B, which is more relaxed and non-competitive. And type C, which is hardworking but becomes apathetic when faced with stress. Now, I bet you and I can both consider those categories and see ourselves in some but not all of those descriptors in different areas of our lives. More research has been done over the years and more nuances to type A behavior have been uncovered. For instance, people with type A tendencies are likely to work diligently to finish activities within deadline and over-deliver on what's expected. They're more likely to be involved in multiple stressful activities tied to deadlines, practice perfectionism have a need to be in control or in positions of power. Think um, the owner, the leader, the decision maker. And thus, they are more likely to be a business owner or a corporate executive. They take their work and their causes quite seriously. They care passionately. They are likely to have an intense, sustained determination to achieve personal goals. They are likely to be hypersensitive to time because they hate to waste it compete constantly against others and themselves, have a persistent desire for recognition and advancement, exhibit mental and physical alertness over a long period of time, and they may appear, and I'm underscoring this, appear to be insensitive towards others' feelings." You can hear in this list a balance of strengths and weaknesses, and the weaknesses come when type A tendencies are unmanaged. Now, this is going to get ugly for a second, but I am going to bring it around. If left unmanaged, these tendencies lead to stress, anxiety, frustration, exhaustion, martyrdom, overwhelm, feelings of powerlessness, self-doubt, insomnia, and an inability to concentrate, make decisions, unplug or relax, have fun or feel happy. And all of this impacts the quality of health, relationships, finances and career or businesses. I also want to point out that because of our culture, more and more people are exhibiting type A tendencies. There is more value placed on achievement to be successful, to be known, to stand out of the crowd and make a mark, etc. I can't speak for other countries, but in the U.S., because of the cost of living the standard American lifestyle, most households require both partners to bring in a good salary. This also creates a push to land a great job, have regular career advancement, or for the self-employed to be making enough profit consistently to sustain the household budget. So people who under different circumstances would have comfortably described themselves as type B or type C, they are now finding themselves exhibiting type A tendencies. Okay, now is a good time to take a break to talk about my sponsor, Expander. As I mentioned before, people with type A tendencies hate to waste time because they're deadline-driven. I have been using Text Expander for years. If you are someone who has to do a lot of typing and you find yourself using the same phrases, paragraphs, or even whole documents over and over, Text Expander can be a huge time saver for you. Hallelujah to saving time. Hello, my type A people. There is a small time investment to set up your own customized snippets and assign an abbreviation or hotkey to each one. Then while you are working, you enter the appropriate abbreviation or hotkey and voila, the snippet you created appears in your document or the field you're in. And you can share your snippets with your team. For 20% off your first year, visit TexExpander.com forward slash podcast and be sure to select women taking the lead in the drop down as the podcast you heard about Text Expander. Again, for 20% off your first year, visit Texxpander.com forward slash podcast. All right. With everything I've said before, it seems pretty bleak talking about unmanaged type A tendencies, but I'm here to tell you being type A is pretty awesome as long as you are taking care of yourself and keeping it in check. If you take pleasure in your work and have a value of excellence, what's so bad about that? If you are motivated by competition because it brings out your best work and your most creative ideas, what's so bad about that? If being driven and focused on results mean you can look back on all your efforts and see that they did, in fact, make a difference and change the lives of others for the better, what's so bad about that? If your leadership and organization skills rally others to achieving their goals where they might have otherwise been left floundering, what's so bad about that? Embrace your type A tendencies, own them and be appreciative of them. And if you find yourself going into overdrive, working too much and not finding the space to relax, reach out to me. I can help you accomplish more by doing less. It's all about leveraging your strengths so you have more time to relax and stay in a creative and connected space, which then turns into bigger, and better results. Being type A is pretty awesome, and I wouldn't change if given a choice. I'm speaking for myself when I say I wouldn't have started my business or this podcast if I wasn't so driven. I may have written my book, but I wouldn't have gotten so into my health and fitness if I wasn't type A. I definitely would not have moved to Maine or gotten so many promotions in my corporate career. There's nothing to be ashamed of and nothing to hide if you're driven to get results and love the excitement of a new challenge. Do you need to take excellent care of yourself in and out of your work? Yes, you definitely do. But if that's your struggle, that's what I'm here for. And it's probably why you're here as well. All right. Did that provide any new insights for you? I'd love to get your feedback. Being type A, I love both critical and affirming feedback. I can't get better if I don't know what can be improved and I'm all about getting better. Thank you very much. And the affirmative feedback lets me know I'm on the right track so I can double down and do more of that. So regardless of the type of feedback you have, I wanna hear from you. You can comment wherever you found this episode or you can email direct, me directly at Jody J-O-D-I at womentakingthelead.com. As always, I hope my drive for excellence and providing great content was helpful to you. And here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. So here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone—